Welcome to Exhale Bible Discovery. Each week, we'll take a deep dive into the Bible, going line by line and chapter by chapter to discover the truths that God has for us in His Word. Hey everyone, this is Exhale Bible Discovery with Dr. Paula McDonald, and I'm so glad to be sharing the Word of God with you and studying the Word of God with you. And so we have arrived at Revelation chapter 18, and last week we saw an up-close and personal glimpse of the harlot and the beast. We saw the exposure of the evil cabal and the one-world religious and governmental systems. And best of all, we saw how in the end, these evil entities will cannibalize themselves. The evil that exists will eventually self-destruct, while those who have stood with Christ will remain victorious with Him. And this week, we will take a closer look into Babylon as the warnings are fired. Judgment is coming, and the house of cards that Satan has built will come humbling down. And the best news of all is that after this next chapter 19, we will conclude the horrors of the judgment and we will be rewarded with the final three chapters telling us the promises of a new heaven and a new earth with Christ reigning on His throne. We are almost there, so hang tight as we finish these last few chapters. Well, as always, I divide the lesson in two divisions. The first division is the warning to Babylon, which goes through verses 1 through 8. The second division is the final destruction of Babylon, and those are verses 9 through 24. So let's jump right in to the first division, the warning to Babylon, verse 1. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority and the earth was illuminated with His glory. Well, the things that John just witnessed outlined in chapter 17 regarding the one world systems and the horribly evil acts going on, I mean, remember, it says He was astonished. And now, He says, after these things, He sees another angel coming down from heaven. And this angel has great authority, and the earth is fully illuminated with this glory. The description clearly points to Christ and God with this illuminated glory or light. And it's a representation of Christ and His light. And this chapter begins with heaven coming down to now fully expose in the light everything that is evil and corrupt. All of those people who've been doing horrible deeds in the darkness, guess what? Now they're being exposed. John 1.5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And here in a dark world, the light illuminates everything. Nothing is hidden. And remember, all of those deeds that people think they're doing 
in physical darkness and in spiritual darkness. Yep, they are going to be fully exposed. Verse 2, And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. Well, this angel has an important announcement that finally Babylon has fallen. Babylon is now fully exposed, bringing into the light all of their deeds, their deceptions, and disgusting practices. There is no more hiding for them at this point. The spotlight of heaven is upon them. Isaiah thirteen nineteen says, Babylon, the jewel of the kingdoms, the pride and the glory of the Babylonians will be overthrown by God like Sodom and Gomorrah. And remember, right now we're not talking about Babylon, the physical place. We are talking about Babylon, which are all the evil empires and leaders and dictatorships and governments that are not following the word of God. Verse 3, For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Well, here the nations that have been participating in the debauchery of a Luciferan society, now they're being fully exposed. The fornication refers to this disgustful practices along with those who help and aid these evil empires. And remember, when you commit adultery, you are going against God. You are going, you're cheating on Him basically. That's what it is. So all of these people who have been cheating on God, going behind, thinking they're going behind His back, they are going to be exposed. The merchants who have become wealthy from the blood of the innocent are now going down. They too have participated in the dark deeds of an evil world control. So it's so clear that all of those evil empires and leaders along with all the companies and the people who participated and who helped aid these practices, well, they're going down. Jeremiah 5.17 says, Babylon was a gold cup in the Lord's hand. She made the whole earth drunk. The nations drank her wine, and therefore they have now gone mad. And so this verse points to all nations that have participated in evil, along with those who knowingly profited, assisted, and helped to perpetuate anything that goes against God. Verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. Here is another verse calling for a final warning to those who are caught up in these evil empires to give it up, to turn from these evil ways, and to come to God. Otherwise, they too will be going down to complete destruction and annihilation. God calls us to separate from wrongdoing and associating 
with evil in any form. Remember, we are to live in the world, but not be of the world. John 17, 16. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Verse 5. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. And here, this verse tells us that God does remember His people who have suffered under the brutality of those people who are bloodthirsty and do horribly evil practices. Verse 6, Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works in the cup which she has mixed. Mix double for her. Our just God is now ready to dole out what these people truly deserve because these people have targeted God's people, His Son, and His Word. And now He will repay them with a double dose of His justice. And the more evil they were, the more the sorrows they will experience. And this shows God is truly a just ruler. This punishment fits the crime and does not indicate that there's any injustice by God in any way. They are truly getting what they deserve. And this reference is opposite of what God's Word says about His people receiving a double portion. And I just love how we've seen the mirroring in the book of Revelation in so many ways. Zechariah 9.12 says, Return to the stronghold, O prisoners, who have the hope. This very day I am declaring that I will restore double to you. So just as God has provided us, His people, with a double a portion of what we deserve, He will now be giving a double repayment to those who deserve to burn in hell. Verse 7, In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure, give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Wow, these verses point, or this verse points to the arrogance of those who are in opposition to God. Far too long, they have believed that they are in control and they gloat over their perceived power and status. Verse eight, therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire for the strong is the Lord God who judges her. And so because of this arrogance and godless attitude, they're in for a rude awakening. God Almighty says, no more. He is done with them and their filthy ways and believe that they need only themselves and they have this complete disdain and mistreatment of God's creation and His people. And so God alone is the final judge. And so your truth bomb for this section is God has warned and continues to warn those who insist on participating in anything evil. And your call to action, search your own heart and ask God 
to expose any areas that you may have given to the enemy. Your second division is final destruction of Babylon. These are verses 9 through 24. And so these next verses define the players who have participated in the evils of the world. These are in three major categories, the kings, the rulers and leaders, the merchants, those who are willingly and knowingly profiting from evil, and the mariners. Well, those are those people who have assisted the evil corruption by means of transportation in any form of this corruption. And these are written as three woes or warnings. Verses 9 through 10 say, The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour, your doom has come. Well, this is warning and judgment number one. And again, those in power, which are the kings, rulers, and leaders. And this includes all leaders who have followed Satan and this one world order. All of them have been unfaithful to God and have become rich on earth at the expense of others. Their time on earth may have been in luxury, but they will eventually be burned up and will forever be tormented by intense pain, sorrow, and putridness forever and ever. But they are still not sorry for committing crimes against God and His people. They are just simply grieving their own losses when you see they will stand off and cry. They're not upset that they've been caught. That's really what they're upset about, that they have been caught. They're not sorry about what they've done to God. And so this means the time has arrived. This hour, the judgment day, is here. Verses 11 through 13. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn for her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linens, purple, silk, and scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble, and then cinnamon and incense, fragrant oil, frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, chariots, and then finally, bodies and souls of men. Whew, that's quite a list. So let's start with merchants. The merchants of the earth they are all these people and leaders who have been profiting willingly and knowingly from those who are in opposition to God or, har or harming God's people in any form or fashion. So anyone who goes along with an evil agenda and is aware what they are doing is wrong, they are going to be judged. These verses are completely inclusive of all of the trades and businesses everywhere. Everything from basic commodities, metals, precious gems, fabrics, building materials, spices, oils, food, and animals, transportation, and then finally, the most wicked of all, 
those whose bodies they tortured and souls that they stole and destroyed. And so this verse shows the magnitude to which the evil empires have dominated over everything. But now God is taking them all back. Verse 14, the fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you and you shall find them no more. So here, the evil cabal is being told that everything that they have illegally gained and stolen through corrupt means will be no longer. Hallelujah. God is calling in what is rightfully His and His alone. And this is where I say, Go God! Verse 15. The merchants of these kings who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, and they will be weeping and wailing. So all of those who were part of the anti-God and anti-Christ agenda, well, guess what? They're going to watch this unfold, knowing that they too are going down. And guess what? It's going to cause great distress as they come face to face with their final demise. In their ugly arrogance, they will be stripped of their once perceived glory and they're going to be left naked and exposed. Verse 16. Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. Well, hey, this is warning and judgment number two. All of these people who participated in this Luciferan agenda, you guys, there's many. That's so many. Sadly, it means millions and millions of people. They are lost, but they've clung to their stuff because they have bought into the wickedness of a godless society. And they've dug their heels in with no regard to God or his people. They made their minds to follow their own laws and in complete disregard for God's moral laws written here in the Bible. They continued to call those who follow God as foolish and misled people. They have mocked God's people as dumb and misinformed as they have gloated that they possessed all intelligence and superiority in their ways. Do you know people like this? Verses 17 through 18. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea, will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, Was there ever a city like this great city? So here, John is exposing not only the merchants, but those who provide the vessels in which to move products for the evil regime, the mariners. All are guilty, no matter which role they played, if they knowingly participated in any form, and all will pay for the role they willingly participated in. And this points to not just ship captains, but, you know, airplanes and cargo trucks and cargo trains, anything or any people who participated 
in moving products for the evil merchants, well, they're going to pay as well. Verse 19, they will throw dust on their head and with weeping and mourning cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. So this is warning and judgment number three. As the evil empires, leaders, and people begin to see what is happening, man, they're going to be in complete and utter despair. Everything they believed in, while boldly claiming there is no God, they are now going to be mourning. But again, they're still not repenting. They're just mourning their own losses, licking their wounds. Their ships, their livelihoods, their wealth, and their godless ways, they're going to be taken away from them one by one. Verse 20, Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. And now God's people can fully rejoice that God is avenging his people. And here, all of those who have continued to follow God faithfully, you guys, they're going to be avenged. And just as God is taking them all out, He is raising up those who have been faithful to follow Him through it all. Verse 21, Then a mighty angel took a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall be found no more. Wow. This verse begins with the final destruction of all things against God. With violence and a final blow, God will rid this earth of the evil that has reigned for so long. And a millstone, it was a common tool in those days that was made of solid stone like a granite, and it was used to grind the grain. And it had a hole in the middle of it where they could tie a rope to it. And they were super, super heavy. So these stones, they came in varying sizes. And you can see the picture. And it's so easily to see that it's the overthrowing of evil regimes, regimes and governments. You guys, they are literally going down. So, so visual here. Verse 22. The sound of the harpists, musicians, trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore. No craftsman of any craft shall be found in you anymore. And the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. You guys, it's so clear. These evil people will no longer be anywhere near God's people. Their filthy music, their lies and profanity, they're going to be gone. They will be wiped away forever. Verse 23, the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. And so here the evil is exposed even further. And this verse makes reference to sorcery, which means witchcraft, and the occult. And the occult today is very active. And little by little right now, they are being exposed. 
and they're going to be taken down. Verse 24, And in her was found the blood of the prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. So right here, all of the innocent people who have lost their lives defending the gospel and standing for Christ are being vindicated as these disgusting people are exposed and exterminated. God is avenging his martyrs. And so the truth bomb here, God will be avenging his people while destroying all of those who willingly participated in evil. Your call to action, who do you know who is going down the wrong path? How can you reach them to pull them out and help them to see the errors of their ways? Pray and ask God to show you. So in summary, whew, it's a wonderful chapter. And John is shown how every evil leader and system, they're going to be removed from the earth. Amen, you guys. Because nothing has escaped God's eyes. He sees and knows all of those who've led, profited, and perpetuated evil on this earth. And so here in chapter 18, he shows us the finality of their practices and of them. This chapter shows us clearly they are going down. We are not going down. They are. And with this chapter showing their demise, we are now going to be entering into the last three chapters of how God is, well, actually the last four chapters of how God is going to cleanse the earth and replace it with all things God. You guys, we have made it through what most people believe to be some of the most difficult passages and chapters in the entire Bible. We've seen them with clarity and truth, and there is absolutely nothing scary about this book. We have seen Christ interwoven throughout the entire book of Revelation. He is in control. He wins, and He will be reigning forever and ever. Amen. The evil world system will go down while Christ reigns. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word of truth, for your word of you winning in the end, and for us as believers to fully keep our eyes on you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be sure to visit my website, drpaulamcdonald.com, click on podcast, and then exhale Bible discovery for self-study guides and resources to support you with each episode.